Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we are drunk and we talk about stuff. I have been pre-graining something fierce today, probably because I'm on call. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> We're joined tonight by a motley crew of uh, of old, 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 uh, whatever. Hey, Potassium Hydroxide's here. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm busy all week and currently studying for my CCA again. Yeah, you are. I thought you already had that. No, I have my CSINT. And then... <gasps> And, and then, well, okay, so let me, let me back this up. I got my CSIN, got my CCNA. The CCNA expired, but I have to renew it, so I'm going back for it again. There. Uh, that makes sense. And we're joined tonight by D from Microbrew Gamers. D, how are you feeling, my good friend? New phone, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good, man. <laughs> Drinking tonight, I'm feeling pretty good. And tasting a new beer. <laughs> I could love it. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was good. That was witty. I have to admit, that was witty. And we got Damoc joining us. Damoc, how you feeling tonight, man? Vodka. Oh, yes. Vodka is the friend of every person in Mother Russia. And we are joined by Article. Article, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, my good sir. And I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. I have been drinking all night long because why not? It's friggin' Friday. I got D&D tomorrow. It's going to be a night. That's what's happening. So most important segment of the show, let's kick off all this other bullshit. What is everybody drinking or partaking in? Because, you know, we're not prejudiced here. If you want to you wanna partake instead of drink, that's all good. So article, man, what are you partaking in? This? Uh, so this is a strain called, and bear with me here, Ethos White Triangle OG. I don't know what any of that gibberish means. <laughs> Neither do I. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that the, those are like its parent plants or something. I don't know. The, the, the names are getting ridiculous. But it's a pretty heavy indica, so I'm, yeah, I'm going to be kind of like zoning in and out a lot. <laughs> well, we, we hope that you'll be able to last at least for the majority of the show. Because oh, when you were that. doing your jungle juice, like literally every time I heard that click of the lighter... <laughs> there was a good five minutes where you were just completely silent. Yeah, I'm just like, is this even real anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Damoc, what are you drinking, man? Um, fuck, it's vodka. I think it's kettle one. And I splashed some orange juice and cranberry juice in it. But then I added more vodka. I don't know what's going on. That, that, you know what? That's the exact way to be. Just a splash. Just enough to give it some color. Now, ironically, if you take a dark rum and you splash Coke in, it doesn't really change the color, so it still looks like rum. What about you, D? What are you drinking, man? I'm actually trying a new beer tonight. It is from the Shipyard Brewing Company, so a brewing company I've, uh, I've uh, gone to before. And this is called uh, Melon Wheat Ale. So mm. this is a wheat ale, so it's a sweeter beer. But they brewed it with um, watermelon. What? Yeah, it's it's a summer ale, um, and it's only four point four percent by alcohol uh, alcohol by volume. So it's pretty much just a nice summer, just chilling and refreshing beer. And um, since it was hot today, so I decided to try this out. And at first, I was like, "Hmm, interesting flavor. It's kind of strange. Yeah, I can I can taste the uh, melon." And now I'm just really dig- digging it and sucking it down. It's it's wicked refreshing. It's very light. It's not the only thing you're sucking down. How do you think I pay for all these beers? 
Dude, that's that sounds really, really good. It like, is. I, I'm not a wheat beer fan, but that sounds like it's something really light, and it's been super hot down here. It sounds like something I could sit on the porch and drink. I almost feel like I'm just drinking straight, like, before it gets really sweet, like, not sweet, but, you know, before it really ripens, it's almost like I'm just drinking, like, watermelon before uh, it ripens all the way. Funny, D was telling me uh, that he made, like, $400.05 cooking this past weekend. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I was like, oh, man, who gave you the nickel? And he was like, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke. I right. love that joke so much. <laughs> Hey, it's, it's called, you know, mass production over here, or mass, uh, or ass production. Don't ever doubt his work ethic. No, no, he is he is dead set on making sure he gives the best quality product for the best price. It's that German upbringing. <laughs> what about you, potassium hydroxide? What are you drinking this thing? I'm drinking just some seltzer water at the moment, so nothing special. <laughs> you know what, though? There, every party needs, like, That's a guide. Better. Everyone needs a center. Yeah, yeah. You mean a driver? I, I don't get yes. guy. Yeah, I'm the designated driver this evening. That's all right. We're good with that. I was designated driver last week, so. <laughs> I always pity anybody that's our designated driver. I still feel oh, that for Shinzu. Dude, I was just thinking the exact same thing. I was thinking, <laughs> oh my God, poor Shinzu on that ride home, hanging out of the friggin' van. We were uncontrollable. Oh, man. So bad, so bad. Such a great night. That was a really good night. I don't know if you all noticed, but he has never DD'd for us ever again. I can't understand why. <laughs> he learned his lesson. That's a, that's a sign of a smart man right there. There's some marginal intelligence on this planet. <laughs> so I myself am drinking a George Bowman Pioneer Spirits. Actually, it's a, it's the remainder of a bottle that, uh, that Damoc got me. Um I finally finished it off. I actually had, I cheated a little bit. I had a glass of, and by glass, I mean a rocks glass of uh, of Pirate before this. So then I finished off the George Bowman, and I've been, uh, I've been plowing this thing down. And man, it is still, like, it's a mixing rum. It is not good straight, but if you mix it, it's so great. Like, it works so well, and it really gets you shitty really, really quickly. And hey... Fun fact, we actually have a live studio audience tonight. Moonfat is actually hanging out with us tonight and just listening in on the podcast just for the hell of it. And he actually chimed in and he told us what he was drinking. He's drinking Vienna Lager. I'm assuming it's Devil's Backbone because, like, that's the common one we get around here. But uh, Moonfat, thanks for chilling out and hanging with us. Uh, I hope you, you at least laugh a little bit, uh, more than I've laughed at least right now. All right, next, uh, next segment is State of Games. State of Games is where we pontificate about how we feel games are just in general nowadays, or we talk about what we've been playing for the past week. So let's reverse that order. Potassium hydroxide, what the hell is your State of Games, man? I switched it up a little bit this week opposed to last week. Still playing uh, Black Desert, but uh, playing some uh, PUBG with some buddies uh, and drinking the other night, and... Uh... Let's just say we had a good time, but we didn't place well. <laughs> but you know what, though? As long as you're having a good... Like, that's the point of games. Until your got... teammate throws a grenade on you in the middle of a uh, supply crate and blows up half your team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. then you just disown him. <laughs> Sounds like my time in the army now. 
<laughs> but like literally, like I was having a discussion with somebody about video games, and they were like totally analyzing video games as it almost seemed like a job. And I'm like, dude, video games are supposed to be entertainment. They're supposed to be a waste of time. That's what they're designed to be. They're designed to be yeah. a waste of time. Yeah. That's, I mean, th- this is literally why I love most Godzilla movies. Despite exactly. I, I understand they're not, they're not good movies. You know, like, they're meant to be a waste of time. That's the whole point of them. They're meant for entertainment. Yeah. Ah. Same thing. That same thing. You know, that's the same reason. That's the same reason I argue that, uh, like, certain new age music isn't, like, as bad as people want to claim it. Because, yeah. Like, it, like, I don't care if an entire album is fucking gibberish, you know? Like, as long as it's entertaining, you know? Yeah. If it down. sounds good, if it's got a good beat, if it's yeah. something that keeps your foot tapping, who the fuck cares? Exactly. And like what you like, man, and be proud of it. Fuck it. Exactly. <clears throat> what about you, D? What's your state of games, man? Well, I've actually had a, over a, a couple times uh, Proxy Fox, and I've been introducing him to some of the working designs games. Um, Go on. Specifically some shooters. I introduced him to Silhouette Mirage and got him hooked on that. So hooked, in fact, that he actually f- found a copy and bought it. Uh, I got him playing some uh, Einhander on the PlayStation by Squaresoft. Great friggin' you know. game. Yes. Uh, and along a few others. So I've been introducing him slowly to the uh, working designs library. So I've been... Uh, playing that. I've been playing my Switch, specifically uh, trying to finish up the uh, East 8 Lacrimosa of Dana. That's a fantastic RPG, and I'm just loving it. Did you speak English in that statement at all? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, here or there. <laughs> but that's... Uh, the East series is a fantastic series, and, and the 8th uh, one, is. you don't even need to play the rest of it to, to jump right in. It's a fantastic game. Uh, you pretty much get shipwrecked on a desert, uh, deserted island supposedly a cursed island and you're like oh there's this there's no no inhabitants but um as you find out as the story progressed there used to be and you start uncovering more and more of the island and coming across more, you know stuff called primordials which is pretty much like if di- if there was an island you got stranded on and dinosaurs still existed and of course so the ship gets wrecked because a kraken fucked you up and you all ended up on the damn beach we should fight a kraken later we should like i'm down to fight a kraken later man yeah let's do it like a bottle of Kraken or a Kraken and Sea of Thieves. I'm down to fight a bottle, but Sea of Thieves did not work out so oh, well. Oh, Sea of Thieves. Oh, I'm actually looking for the little floaties because, you know, I'm not always the strongest swimmers. <laughs> like, I'm okay with either one. Whichever way we go, I'm, I'm okay with. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, already, I'm already at the point where after I finish this drink, I'm going to throw up. So I'm okay with whatever. So I'm, yeah, I'm pretty much just kind of... Um, you know, playing some current stuff, but, you know, hitting back at some at some retro friends, you know, introducing more people into some of the awesome uh, Miss Gems there. Oh, man, I could give you a Miss Jeb if you want. Sure. Uh, for the original Xbox? Yep. A game called Breakdown. Yes, Breakdown is excellent. You've, you've played it? Oh, yeah. A little bit. I haven't made it all the way through, but yeah. I oh, you've got bit to. That game is so fucking good. It's so underrated, and it went completely under everybody's radar. Yeah. I played I it like in somebody of, else's house, so I don't actually have it. But I was like one of like thirty people that bought that game. It's so fucking good. Nice. All right, Damoc, what's your study games, man? Uh I need to give you your padlock back because I've been playing a lot of that game lately. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I got, did you get that one? Because I got another one here that is actually significantly more challenging. 
Yeah, I need a significantly more challenging one. There's no all more right. challenge to this game at all whatsoever. It's all right. I will bring it up to you. Fifty times in a row as soon as I pick it up. The other game is I've been playing RimWorld, and yeah, I think that's I've been playing RimWorld for a couple weeks now. Sucked back in. Nice. But you, Article, which state of games there, man? Um, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, so Apex Legends, uh, which I'm a slut for. Yeah, you are. Uh, I love that game, though, man. I just I, love I, that I really game so much. Really, I, I really do. I love the that dev. Like, that whole team is amazing. Titanfall 1 and 2, I thought were fucking incredible. Yeah, I still play Titanfall 2. That, the storyline of Titanfall 2 is... It's really short, but oh my goodness, it's sweet. It's good. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's short but expected from games like that that are really focused on multiplayer. They give yeah. you, like, a small single player that just... Is is yeah. is short, impactful, and just really yeah. well done. Yeah, there was not a single moment in that game when I played through it where I felt bored. You know, and absolutely it, agreed. It, it just flows so well. But um, Apex Legends just put out an update. No shit. Yeah, it was like a like a four gig update. Uh, they changed around uh, little bits of the map here and there, added more like supplies in certain areas, and. Um, they didn't add any like guns or anything. I think most of the additions are are like uh, skins, like costumes and whatnot. Again, that part of it really don't care about. But they also added this new, like, um, there's like a new system. You have to place like top. There's like a, a separate system now for like people that place consistently well or like in the top five or whatever. You can battle against other players that place top five instead of just in, like, the, the giant, like, everything goes, everybody's allowed or whatever. And that's kind of cool, because once you get in there, you tend to find more consistent teammates. Uh, nice. At least I've, I've noticed a change there. Like, I, I'm, I'm getting much closer every game I play now to, to, to winning, or, or actually winning, rather than before it'd take me, like, 15 games. 12 of them would have lasted a total of, like, you know, 30 seconds and then, uh, you know, finally that, that 15th game, you're like, oh, man, made it to the last two. All right, you know. So me in bed, basically. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Self-deprecation. Gotta love it. Right, <laughs> um, But yeah, so yeah, I, I think, um, I, I don't know, man, the, the, the mechanics of that game are fucking sweet. I, I think that the update kind of, uh, it, it obviously fixed some things. Um not fixed that they weren't broken but balanced yeah thank you balanced uh there's like a, a little bit healthier balance to it now um yeah i'm really really digging that uh also finally was able to crack out that super nintendo yes awesome yeah so i'm starting uh i'm starting to play through ff3 again and that's been a trip gosh such a great game man yeah it is it's so fucking nostalgic too like the nerd boner for that game just is full mast. Yeah, there, it, what's what's really weird is like as I'm playing through it now, I'm like, ah, like I remember so much about this game. Like, like everything I come across, I'm like, yeah, I remember exactly what to do here. I remember where to go, you know. And uh, it's weird because I'm like, like most of my childhood education, I do not remember, but that game. <laughs> <laughs> Also, also Super Metroid, like, I still remember where, like, every fucking secret is in that game. Dude, I remember exactly where to get the wave beam in Super Metroid. I will never yeah. forget that. I know how to do, like, there's a, a thing you can do with a power bomb 
where you can like reheal your characters. Yeah, dude, you hold down L and R at the same yep. time. Select and start. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, so like it's a super weird thing to do, but it works, and it's super cool to show people that because people a lot of times people even people that are familiar with the game have never seen it, and uh, yeah, just weird stuff like that. I love uh, fucking. And like, that's such and a I, cool trick. And that's something that if you if you didn't play it, you would have never fucking known. Yeah, and you can also get um, you can get power bombs well before you're meant to in that game, but you have to be really good at doing that that uh, bomb bounce jump. Oh, that I fucking hated doing that. Oh man! I mean, I'm it's good at it, but I hated doing it. Yeah, once you get that rhythm, you're like, okay, now I feel it, and you, and you can generally do it. But yeah, you can get to some areas that you're not supposed to get by doing that. And then just have power bombs against like the first boss, <laughs> which is just dumb, but it's cool. Yeah, so I'm digging the digging that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, also, just downloaded Paladins. I've, I haven't played it yet. Um, Fun MOBA style game. Yeah, I want to. I want to try and hop into into that and see what it's all about. The uh, what I saw on it, like the the YouTube videos I watched, it made it that they, they made it look really good. So I'm kind of curious to check that out. Yeah, it's a fun game. I've I've enjoyed Paladins, and like fun fact, Paladins actually was in development before Overwatch was. Mm, that's what um, Cyber was saying. Yeah, yeah. So so like Overwatch came, I think, came out technically before Paladins, but Paladins was in development longer. Mm. So I don't know how that like that was works like, out. In like your the head. beta was out before, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've I've never played Overwatch either. That that looks like a fun game too, but I don't know. I just never uh... like Overwatch is fun because it gives you everything all at once, and you can just play as whatever character you want and really yeah. start digging in. But I like Paladins because Paladins kind of gives you that same hook that uh, Apex Legends does. It yeah, kind of like gives you that, like, hey, you're going to play, you're going to earn something, and that's going to help you unlock other characters. Yeah. Um. I mean, granted. It is pay, it is pay to win a little bit, so sure. you can pay money to just mm. unlock those characters automatically. But you can also get them just by playing, and if yeah. you just play in general, you'll eventually unlock them, and mm. not after too long of a time either. It's it's you'll eventually unlock. I swear to God, you are not allowed to talk about pay to win tonight <laughs> at all whatsoever. <laughs> You're still pissing. I was fucking with you in lounge, weren't you? So at first, I was like, "Is he serious? There's no way he's fucking serious." This is garbage. I know his stance on this stuff. And I was like, no, maybe he is kind of serious. No, wait, no, he's fucking with me. No, maybe he's serious. God, <laughs> God damn it. I was totally fucking with you, man. Totally fucking with you. Devil's but man. as Eminem would say, sometimes truth is said in jest. Dude, you make it easy. Like, seriously, you make it easy to fuck with you, though, dude. I love you for that, but you make it easy. And I love debates with you, because you really do. Like, when I put you to task, you really do. You bring out, like, you do the research, you bring the shit out, and, like, you prove me wrong. And that's what I love about you, man. Because other people will just, like, dive into their opinion and just stick with their opinion with no supporting facts whatsoever. And just be like, oh, you're fucking wrong. And I'm like, dude, you have not proved me wrong whatsoever. Oh, man, I love to argue. Anybody who knows me knows that. So I love being your friend, man, because I love to argue, too. Ask my wife. Ask Lex. She knows that I love to argue. Oh, yeah. That's why I mean you get along so well. <laughs> well, anyway, so my state of games is actually not nearly as lame as last week. So Destiny 2 dropped a huge update. I've been playing the hell out of that. 
Um, I also jumped into Graveyard Keeper. Been playing the hell out of that. Uh, I actually, okay, so funny enough, I actually played some Warframe versus just jumping in and getting my daily. I actually jumped in and played a couple matches, which that game is still fun. I really, really enjoy that game. But the thing that I actually want to kind of just blurb about is, well, actually what the whole show is supposed to be about, and that's, um, that's where consoles are going. So, like, you've all, you've all heard and read about, like, the new X, or not the new X, the new PS4 or 5 that's coming out. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be, like, backward compatible all the way to PS1. Like, all this fun stuff. It's supposed to be, like, 4K at 120 frames per second, all that stuff. It can even go up to 8K. I Dude, like, seriously. Like, that stuff right there... I'm really excited about it. Microsoft working with Sony to really make a united front. This shit I am so excited about. And that's actually what the game what the whole show is about tonight. Like it's it's about the future of gaming consoles. But before I forget it, I actually want to touch in Moonfat who's listening to the show right now. His state of games is he has been playing League of Legends. And he has just been loving up on some Switch games. Um, Super Smash Brothers, like, top in his list right now. So I just want to throw that out there that Mm -hmm. uh, he's been dumping into that, which is awesome. Because League of Legends, I enjoyed League of Legends. I couldn't play it, though, because, like, I am not competitive. I just, I like, I get competitive, and when I get competitive, I get super shitty. So I got to back out of being competitive. Mm -hmm. I just got to play just to play. Yeah. Because when I when you're in the zone like that, yeah, when you're in the zone like that, that's when people like that's when you're the the best at at whatever those games are, anyway. You know. Yeah, and and I just get super shitty when I get competitive, and I know that about my personality. So that's why I just I halt myself from getting competitive because if I do, I'm gonna be a shitty person, and I hate being a shitty person. Yeah. He's gonna tell you everything he's gonna do to your mama. Oh, yeah, I'm going to throw out your mama jokes. Like, y- your mama thought it was chilly outside, so she went and grabbed a bowl. Yeah, I can be super competitive. Like, oh, man, I don't know. It's not good. But Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it does help, like, because when I play sports, that, that edge is, like, good for whatever team I'm on, you know? But, yeah, in, like, video games, uh, it doesn't need well, to see, apply. <laughs> well, like, that's the problem is that, like, I get – overly competitive to the point where I will destroy myself just to make sure that I win. Sure. And like, that's, that's, that's sports. That's all along the board. That's like with snow. Okay. So like, I'm just going to oh, quick yeah. story time with Cecil. I'm going to kick over with snowboarding. So I started snowboarding and I started getting really competitive with the people I was snowboarding with. And I realized that I was not of that skill level. And I said, shit, I got to stop being this way because I was breaking stuff. Like, I broke my tailbone twice in two weeks. Mm. Like, I broke my tailbone, and two weeks later, I broke my tailbone again, just after it started healing back together. And that's where I finally realized, holy shit, I got to step back because I'm going to fuck myself up. I'm really going to fuck myself up to the point where I can't do something in the future, and I can't do that. Mm. You know who else you, you shouldn't get competitive with anymore? Me. No, Poseidon. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of PlayStation 1. Gotta work the metal, D. Gotta work the metal. I was thinking more of Poseidon when you did the body surfing that snapped your back. Oh, Jesus. Mary and Joseph. Yeah, dude. I actually... So, like, 
there there's actually a competitive nature. So me and my brother and my uncle were all body surfing. My uncle was showing me how to body surf. And it was actually the day that my grandfather died. And we all looked at each other and said, well, what the hell would he want us to do? He'd want us to go and have a good time. So it was July 4th. And we said, all right, we're going to go and we're just going to go to the beach. We're going to have a good time. There's nothing we can do. They're preparing the body, all that bullshit. My uncle is teaching me how to body surf. And I picked it up like fucking nothing. Like I, I literally was was the like the first wave he was showing me on. I, I caught and I rode right in. And I was being so stupid fucking competitive that I was like, no, I got to hit one more wave. I got to hit one more wave. I got to get that rush. I got to get that rush. And I fucking, I did. I broke my back. I literally hit the sand and it drove me into the sand like I was a fucking javelin. I kicked myself in the back of the head. That's how bad it was. Scorpioned. Dude, it was so bad. Like I, at the time, I didn't realize how bad it was because I went to go do, like, you know, like when you're sitting there and you know, you've like, you just fucked up and you know, you fucked up and you're just laying there going, all right, I fucked up. Everybody probably saw that. I just got to deal with this, but I'm just going to lay here for a second and just kind of just kind of collect myself. I went to go push myself up. And you know how you like you push yourself like you literally you do a push up to push yourself onto your knees and get up. I went to push myself up and the lower half of my body did not move. I panicked. It felt like it was an eternity, mm. but it was probably like five seconds. But I literally, I went to go push myself up and my legs didn't respond. And I went, oh my God, oh my God, I'm paralyzed. And then all of a sudden this rush of like, the only way I can describe it is like electricity and then pins and needles. Mm. And all of a sudden I could like, like everything jolted and I could move my legs. And I'm like, oh, thank God I can move. But for the next month afterwards, sitting down or laying down or pretty much anything that involved moving (laughs) hurt like hell. This brings me back to Family Guy. Cecil's one day is going to be uh, Herbert the Pervs. Dog just drags its back like Oh, that. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, dude, the best... Okay, so here's the best part of that story. And I say the best part. It's actually really the saddest part. I uh, I went to the doctors for a period... For, um, I, ha- I, like, I had a chronic cough. And when I say chronic cough, I had it for like two years. So I went in and they were checking me out. So they did an x-ray. And they had to do, because my torso is so long, they had to do two x-rays. They had to do, like, the top half and then the bottom half. And when they did the bottom half and they were, like, looking them up together, the doctor's sitting there staring at it. And he's like, well, your lungs look good, you know, because they were I had tuberculosis or some shit. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. They're like, yeah, your lungs look good. They're looking at it like, like yeah, but but right here, I mean, I mean, you broke your back here. That must have been, must have been extremely painful. I don't see it anywhere on your chart. When did you break your back? And I just looked at the doctor and I'm like, I didn't break my back. And he goes, no, you can see it right here. The, there's a fissure. You can see where the bone fused together. That's, that's very obvious healing. You know, you, you, you broke that vertebrae in two. You, you had to go to the hospital. When did you break that? And I was like, I didn't break my back, dude. So like, I don't know what you're talking about. We literally got into an argument. I'm arguing with the doctor going, look, I didn't break my back. Stop telling me I broke my back. And he's going over all these different symptoms. He's like, dude, you had, well, he didn't say dude, but hmm. he's like, you had to have broken your back. You know, there, there's no way you didn't feel this. You had to go to the hospital. And finally, he's like, there was no point in time where it hurt to sit down. There's no point in time where you went numb below the waist. And I'm sitting there going, no, there was no, t- well, 
there was that one time when I went body surfing. And he's like, right there. That's when you did it. And I'm like, no, I didn't break my back. And then I walked out of the office and I'm thinking to myself, shit, did I actually break my back? Fuck, he might be right. He's like, damn it, I'm dealing with super tired. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was horrible. Anywho, all right. Topic of the night. Um, new gaming systems that are coming out. Uh, PlayStation or Sony talked about their new release, the PlayStation 5. Google with the, and somebody correct me, I'm going to say this wrong, the Stadia? Stadia? Stadia. Stadia, thank you. Um, and it's not so much a system as a service. It is. Yeah. But that's that's what I want to get into. So let's let's yeah. first talk about Sony's thing. So has anybody read about the PS5? Yes. No. Fuck. Article, you're killing me here, man. No one mm-hmm. cares about the PS5 anymore. Dude, I, I care about the PS5. Of I course care. It's going to be the best-selling console. No, it's, it's not. Stadia is going to be the best-selling fucking console. Oh, yeah. Because generally speaking, Google... Is what infallible? <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be Oya 2.0. It's gonna come preloaded with your your very own Google Plus account. <laughs> oh Christ! Yes, I'm glad Google abandoned that. Like I'm so glad Google abandoned that. Oh. All right. I'm sorry, Damoc. I have to delete that photo because that photo really is disturbing me. Which one, the girl? Yeah, the oh, girl, that's, man. That's actually, that's actually a gift. I was going to laugh if you were going to get rid of the tree one. <laughs> oh, is that a tree? I thought that was like, I thought that was like a, a stone. Uh, yeah, I thought it was like a stone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, the second it's one a is clearly... cave, man. What the fuck? How are you looking at a tree? You need to come <laughs> back a little bit. Bro, I'm stoned, all right? <laughs> Give me some fucking slack. I'm surprised I knew that was a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to topic. So PS5, have you guys seen some of the features that are coming out of it? We touched on them before, but have you guys no, actually seen them? I would like to know, though. I'm so, so they're talking about being able to go up to 8K yep. like resolution, yep. which is, I mean, That's infallible right now because there aren't any 8K anything out there, really. Yeah. I mean, there are some, but it's like medical there, devices. There will be, though, let's face it. There, there totally will be. Like, like, there's holograms coming down the road. You know it. And it's going to retain, it's going to have a disc, unlike uh, where Xbox is going. So at least it's going to have a disc. Wait, it's going to have a disc drive? You know, it is going to yeah. have a disc, but I don't know how, how functional that's going to be. Like, yeah, literally. Like, I, I'm sorry, but everything is going digital, and I think Xbox is making the right choice. Well, there. I think the reason they're keeping the disc drive, guys, is don't forget, they also announced backwards compatibility yes. all the way to PS1. That's what it's mainly meant for. Yes, they did announce backwards compatibility, and that does make a difference. Xbox has that. Without the need for the disc. Yeah, but but they're making it so that if you have, like, let's say, like, let's look at D for a second. D yeah. has an extensive library true, of true. old games. So true. he's going to be able to take his games and put them into his PS5 Very and true. play them. Very true. And you know what? That's that's fair. Like, for in the instance of D, then, I'm glad he has that option. But yeah, and, and likewise, like, for me, I've got probably 200 games between PS1 and PS2 upstairs. That I'm going to be able to play again. I don't have any of that stuff anymore. Um, no, absolutely not. Calling bullshit on it. No, I think that's a major. But I agree with you, Jaymock. I think that's a majority of the people right now. I think a majority of the people have already exodus their yeah. PS1 and PS2 collection, and that's only going to be a very, very many- small segmented group of people. How many? I don't think it's going to be backwards compatible all the way to PS1. They said it's going to be. 
They can but, talk a lot of shit, but that's yeah. not what they always deliver. Sony and Microsoft both, they talk a lot of shit about it. But if they could do the backwards compatibility on a console that's supposed to go up to 8K and play, you know, yeah. 120 frames a second doing all that because 30 is not good and 60 is getting better. But 120 is, I mean, Google's promising it. Sony's promising it. Microsoft is promising it. They're not doing backwards compatibility with their PS1 game going to 8K at 120 frames. Yeah, but think of it this way. For for emulation, emulation. like all, all they've got to do for backwards compatibility now is make emulation work. And, you know, a dozen plus companies have already made emulation work for PS1 and PS2. Well, the discs aren't fast enough in the PS4s currently to keep up. That's why you basically had to download the entire freaking game from disc. So that's what I think they're going to do is how they're going to get around it is they're going to have a good built-in emulator with an upscaler. And they're going right. to take that image of the disc and then they're just going to... Um, they're just going to emulate it. And they're not going to let you use your disc. A company doing that, though, costs a lot of money. Like, they, they have to put, you know, really good software engineers and everything onto that, that aspect of a project. Well, they pretty much already do because all no, that stuff is already available through no. their online store. I respectfully disagree with you because all they have to do is look at the community, and the community is doing it all for them. Yeah, but... What I'm saying is it still costs them the time to pay those employees to do that project, right? So that's what you have to weigh. Like the reason why a lot of companies kind of are on the fence about backwards compatibility is because in the long run, it winds up not making them any money. They wind up losing money. So, But they keep fan base. Yeah, that, right. No. So it's, it, it's fan service. That's where it makes them money is that they keep the fan base that are are their lifeblood. Right, that'll hopefully outweigh the purchase of old games with the purchase of new games, right? But that's exactly. not what they're going to do. They're going to turn around and they're going to do exactly what Nintendo is doing, and they're going to make it all digital, or they're going to re-release everything, and it's all going to be that way. You're going to have to rebuy all your PS1, PS2, PS3, and possibly PS4 games. They're not going to actually make it backwards compatible. Now, if they do that, I am going to be upset. However, from what the, from from what I saw of the presentation, if they're going to do what I perceive they're going to do, it's going to make that small core group happy. And really, technology-wise, cost-wise, there's already, like, PSEMU is already doing it. It's already doing PS1 and PS2 emulation. And it's right. it's a low profile, it's low memory usage, and what's it run on though? Like what kind of code? Oh, I don't remember. But but let's be honest here. The the amount of power that they're packing into these little systems now, like okay, PS3, I'll, I'll you know, I'll fully admit was it was a powerful little unit, but compared to PCs was completely like underpowered. Mm. PS4 now and then now the PS5 that they're coming out with it's comparable to mid-grade PCs, and to be perfectly honest, low-grade PCs can emulate PS1. Yeah, no, I, right. I know what you're saying, but what I'm saying is it's still going to cost them money to invest in that project. As a company. Oh, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's all going to be money. That's all I'm saying is from their perspective, it's a money thing, right? From our perspective, it's like, a, dude, why can't you do this sort of thing? But, you know, I... I eh. It was like when it was like when PS3 came out and they allowed you to install Linux on there. Now I had Linux on my original PS3 and I was actually emulating PS1 on my PS3. I was loading in discs yeah. and playing PS1 games on my PS3. It was fucking amazing. 
My PS- and then they nuked it. My PSP was kind of like that at first. PS3 actually does play PS1 games. That, the original PlayStation Well, portable. yeah, yeah, the original one does. No, the, the PlayStation Portable. You could fuck with that thing pretty bad, too. And yeah, but that was that was kind of hacking it. So yeah. the original PS3 that came out was backwards compatible with the PS1 and PS2, but the later iterations of PS3 did not. Still played mm. PS1 games, not PS2. What? Are you sure? Test, it, I don't re- test it out. Pop one in. Test it out. I'm going to go pop. You know what? I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to fucking do it. You got it right there, man. You know what? I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm just going to say I don't believe you until I figure it out. I still think they're going to take the Nintendo route and do what they're doing with the Switch. Yeah, I think they will, Make too. Man- I'm not yeah. against it. I uh, There are some games that I don't have the physical copy of anymore that I would love to just be able to purchase through like digi- the digital marketplace. It would be easier for me than trying to track down a copy of some of those games. Dude, like, Sue like I, Well, like the one I mentioned, uh, Breakdown. Yeah. Uh, that game is extremely rare, but it's it's super good. So if you can, well, if you what was that it, game with the robots on GameCube? It was like an arena battle game where you played as robots. On the GameCube? It was on GameCube. Yeah, I'm remember? just trying to remember the name. I know the game you're talking about. I'm trying you, to remember the name. Like, you know it. Like, I'm not nuts. I no, no, I no, no, no. There was one. It was, uh, I didn't play the GameCube at all, really. There was a really good one. It was a really good one, actually. It was a great one. No, I played GameCube like so. I bought a GameCube solely for the Resident Evil uh, remake. Oh, right, right, right. I watched. Are you I watched thinking you play that? That was a, it. It looked really good. I will say that. Are you thinking about Metal Arms glitching the system? No, no, it wasn't Metal Arms. You're thinking of Custom Robo. I think it is Custom Robo. Let me look that up. Because Super Robot Wars, I don't. Yes, think it's out Custom there. Robo. It's Custom Robo. Yeah. I, yeah, that game was super rare, and like you could never track it down. But that game was so much fun. Mm. Mm. Is it Wicked multiplayer? Oh, yeah, it, well, it's local multiplayer. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, which was important. That's honestly my favorite kind of multiplayer. But like, dude, Borderlands, the original Borderlands, me and Cisco yeah. Kid, we played through that. I think at least three times, just going through, going through everything, even all the DLC, and then going back through it again, just to get the better loot. That game, like multiplayer-wise, local multiplayer-wise, that game nailed it. But let's um, let's talk about that Google uh, Stadia. Is it Stadia? Fuck, I'm really there's, drunk. There's one thing that we missed though on the PS5. Oh shit! What do we miss? If you watched uh, their um, their little dev of it. Uh, their little uh, d- uh, um, test of it. It played, like, say, the PS4 Pro, mind you, like uh, the Spider-Man game, the newer Spider-Man game. Oh, yeah, it loaded that thing in, like, what, what was it, like, seven seconds or some shit? No, no, the PS4 Pro will load and go through... What it went through, what it took the PS4 Pro just slightly over eight seconds, took less than a second, it was like 0.83, for the for the PS5 to go through. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, it's, they're using... Like, they're doing a solid-state drive in that thing right off the exactly, bat. Exactly, Which right is, the, the is, is really the best way to go. You also yeah. have to think, though, because it's a demo, they're probably optimizing the machine to run or to load that. Oh, that. fuck yeah. So so all power is being designated to, to yeah. run literally that scene. There's probably nothing really in the way of, like, background operation. Very but true, but even if it's still, like, say, twice as fast, it's still impressive with that game in those settings. True, 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 true. However, so. have you seen the Xbox? Um, what the hell is it? The not the there's like a generic one, but then like a there's oh Anaconda, that's what it's called. Yeah, uh, the the rumored 
name or the project name of it. It's called Anaconda. Yeah, for the rumored project, there may be, they're going to jump on the bandwagon, create their new system too. I don't know if it's a bandwagon, dude. You should look at the specs of this fucking thing. It is a goddamn powerhouse. Well, they like you know they gotta you know compete with PlayStation Five. Well, what are the what are the PS5 specs? I don't know. They didn't release the official specs that I saw. Uh, yeah, see, they're I don't they didn't officially release it. Yeah, I think it was like a leak, uh, maybe like a month ago or so. But yeah, like something like a twelve teraflop GPU. I mean, something. It was something outrageous. Yeah. Yeah, like the 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 strength of it was just like what, <laughs> like, but yeah, it'll be I'll be interested to see how they all. Uh, this thing is like. Fuck your high-end gaming PC, <laughs> pretty much. Well, I think it, it, it... Fuck your couch. Yeah, the thing that I like about the Microsoft, anyway, is they generally go big on their hardware. Uh, that, was the, that was the allure of the first Xbox, really. They, that and Sony and Xbox are finally going to be doing cross-play together. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, Which dude, did you guys so hear about surprising. Destiny 2 doing cross-saves? No. I don't. Hear so I, I saw, yeah, I saw a little short blip. On so, that. so one of the things that Bungie came out with, and I got to admit, ever since they left Activision, I can't imagine that this would have happened with them in with Activision. But and and I'll I'll, I'll get into that if you want me to. But they're doing cross saves now, or, or sorry, they're they're processing cross saves. I think it's September seventeenth. They're going to do cross saves with Destiny two. So, just like with. Um, like Sea of Thieves. You know how if you play Sea of Thieves on your Xbox, you can stop playing on your Xbox, go to your PC, and play Sea of Thieves there and pick up right where you left off? Yep. Hmm. That's pretty much what they're doing with Destiny 2 now. So you can play it on your PC, or you can switch over to your console that you have it on, play it on your console. Um, now, the only thing I don't know is whether they're going to do PS4, PC, and Xbox all cross-save together. My imagine is that they're going to do that because they're doing a whole bunch of stuff with Xbox anyways. Why would they not? But I think it'll depend on uh, like individual. Like, I don't think it'll be just like a blanket thing. You know, I'm sure there'll be some titles that that are going to be like exclusive platform. Oh, yeah. Well, they're still going to have exclusivity. Yeah, because the programs, uh, the programmers for the games and the companies have to actually program for it. Right. Yeah, but that's really like, okay. That's what I'm trying to say is I think it'll be down to the, each developer, whether or not. I'm I'm going to say that it's not that hard, but it's really not that hard to, to program cross-compatibility. No, I mean, this day and age, certainly no, and especially not no. for cross-platformed games anyway, because they're already basically the same codes. Yeah, dude, you Fortnite's know? doing it. Um, PlayerUnknown's doing it. Like, so many companies are already doing it. And really, like, for a long time, Sony was the roadblock. Sony was just saying, no, we shall not do this. Right, because they have... I don't think Sony really has much to gain from the process. That's why I think they've been against... Well, but now they do. With Google coming out and saying, hey, we're going to get into the gaming market, now they actually do. But why, though? That's what I I don't understand. Like, I don't understand how Sony deciding to share its amount of gamers, which, in comparison... Like, look at the sales numbers, man. In comparison, Sony has the lead by huge margin. But Google's going to come in at a significantly reduced price. Yeah, but it's not going to compete with the next-gen console. But it, but, yes, but that's the point, is it will. Yeah. They're talking about getting 4K at 60 frames a second for yeah. 10 bucks a month. 
And the thing there is, is all these companies realize how much of a threat, because Google isn't like, oh, this is a newcomer making big promises. Google is a juggernaut in general, and it has the resources for the long haul. It has the resources to get in this. And the gaming industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. And I think that's why they're... I think that's why they're all cross-playing now. Finally, so many breakdowns. It's like, okay, you know, that's what the gamer in the community has wanted forever. Everybody's been clamoring for it. Now let's band together and say, fuck you, Google. Well, Google's relying heavily on the internet for its product, which then, of course, is going to boil down to whether or not people have, like, well, strong internet connections early, uh, which, I mean, fair enough. I do. I, I probably wouldn't have a problem with the... I wouldn't video. either. I have a very good connection, but that's the thing is more and more people are having not just internet access, but good internet access right 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 the that's infrastructure what I'm is getting so, better and better well that's what i'm saying is so there there could be like a market sizable enough for google to make a profit but that doesn't change the fact that the other platforms are going to be more marketable but at you the know, same like, time i mean google is so large that they're looking for it for the long haul they have to keep diversifying and they have the money and the power and they are they have their hands in so much stuff that's what we're looking at they're looking at it just to kind of just take everything over yeah, but like, I mean, they should fucking a double down on uh, the, their your quantum computer, Google. Well, <laughs> well, let's let's take a look at the Stadia for a second. So, yeah. they're talking for sixty frames seconds. I'm really drunk, so don't judge me. At sixty frames a second at seven twenty p, you need ten megabits per second. Now, I I honestly and and stop me if I'm wrong. If somebody's if somebody's like talking right now and it's completely different stop me but i don't know anybody who has less than 10 frame or 10 megabits per second internet connection at their house right now well unless they have dsl uh, but, but or, i'm saying like or, people that i know that that i talk to or or just the less reliable connection overall because the connection can go from like 50 to 5 to 50 to 5 you know what i'm saying like i fully understand that but like Everybody that I know, everybody I'm talking to right now, yeah, like what you pay for, are you paying for something that's 10 megabits per second or less? Uh, you are talking to somebody, not me, but you are in contact with somebody who is gaining about 10 to 15 megs a second. Who is that? That is God with his new cable. But God's not here. I'm not talking to God right now. You're always talking again. <laughs> God is with us always. No, but like, like, take a look at what their what their support range is for this. I mean, they're talking ten, uh, sixty frames a second, seven twenty stereo sound. Now, granted, that's not a great resolution, but still, I mean, that's that's there, there's a lot of people out there right now that are still running seven twenty p. Hell, I'm running 720p in my front room on my TV, and it looks perfectly fine. The majority of people are still in 720p. Yeah. What? So let's let's go up to the next step. 1080p HDR video with 5.1 surround sound. They're talking 20 megabits per second. I have a, a 4K TV I can't really utilize because my Xbox doesn't output 4K. Who the fuck is still using 720p? <laughs> No, no. So, like, 720p is in my front room. Like, right now, well, if you walk into my TV? front room, I have a. It's a 42 inch plasma TV that I've had for over a decade. Mm. Mm. Fair enough. I mean, if if you like the TV, man, you like the TV. Uh, and yeah, some, well, some, some like ser seriously, in all seriousness, though, that TV, I still can't find better color contrast with newer TVs. Like, it's a plasma TV, and everybody talks about plasma, and I understand, but really, the contrast ratio on that TV is fucking amazing. 
Yeah, and if you've gotten like a decade out of it, if that thing dies tomorrow, like you don't have to feel bad because like it doesn't owe yeah. me a damn thing. Yeah, that thing's been been hauling. Out. Yeah, I, I think I bought it for like a thousand bucks over ten years ago. Yeah, when they were super expensive. Yeah. Now you exactly like, now for like a couple hundred bucks, you can get like a fifty-five inch fucking TV. Yeah, yeah. So if this thing blows up on me, I'm just gonna be like, well, shit, I gotta spend like four or five hundred bucks to get a four K with smart. Whatever. You know what's you know what's crazy. Um, 4K projectors are still outrageously expensive. Yeah, but projectors are so weird. You gotta, like, fucking replace all the bulbs and shit like that. Yeah, I was just looking at them, uh, just out of curiosity, really. But they're all, like, like ridiculous. But at the same time, you could play Mario Kart on the side of a two-story house. So, I mean... Oh, yeah, you could. That is a good point. If If you're willing to drop, like, five grand, you definitely could. But, but okay, so so here's the thing, though. If you had that projector TV and 35 megabits per second, you could play that shit in 4K with HGR, 60 frames per second with the static. Oh, supposedly, right? Supposedly. I, I have, well, like, I have ridiculously good internet connection right now, right? But I still experience lag. I fucking don't know how it's physically possible, but lag <laughs> still gets me. And well, it it has to do with the speed of light and it sure. going from Washington, D.C., man, Relative. over to Seattle and, like, the copper wire. And, no, yeah. I'm fucking and with if you. you smoke too much, you might have just, like, put a strobe effect on your own brain. And so you might <laughs> exactly. Lag. It's not. There, there's, there's an input lag there that you don't even know is there. Right. We're all in Plato's cave, man. <laughs> <laughs> Love the reference. No, but okay, so just to get back on a serious note, you guys know that Google is not the first people who have tried this whole streaming service thing, right? Really? Yeah, absolutely. Dude, do you guys remember OnLive? No. (laughs) Yep. Dude, look up OnLive. OnLive tried this before Google did. They tried to get... Well, they tried to get deals with Apple TV. They actually had a deal going with Sony, not Sony Entertainment, but Sony General with their TVs to actually build in on live with their TVs. And then Sony Interactive all of a sudden got wind of it and said, fuck no, we're not doing something that can compete with us. Yeah, so did Netflix when Netflix has its little gaming service and they were going to launch something but got shut down at the end by all the uh, major developers. This might be a case of the fact that uh, this sort of idea has been jaded by its history, you know? Because, like, that company, I just looked, that was that company was founded in 2003. Exactly. Who, they were ahead of their time, but who now in the I think way the world is ready. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's like saying, like, that's like me starting a company tomorrow called, like, Warp Drives R Us, you know? And then maybe in, in like, 50 years, if Warp Drives are created... They like people would turn to me and be like, "That guy's ahead of his time." Like, no. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's, there's a, there's a huge difference. On Live actually had the whole concept and everything built out. It was just the infrastructure that was completely lacking. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they were, they were too far ahead. Right. They, 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 they had an idea that technology wasn't even like available for yet. That's what I'm saying. Just like before this HelloFresh and all this stuff, ordering like groceries were tried a couple decades ago, ordering groceries online. OnLive had the entire thing built out. They were ready to go. They actually, if Sony, like if Apple TV or Sony actually bought the deal, 
on live would still be here today. But, but the problem it, is, is that. But but why do you think they didn't? But that, buy that's the, the thing deal. is there was no infrastructure for it. It's like building a mall with no fucking roads. Exactly. That's that's why they didn't. Buy, that's, why that's why Apple and and Sony didn't. Well, Sony didn't buy into it because they didn't want a competitor. Apple didn't buy into it because the infrastructure was physically not How there. Did buying into it make them a competitor. Because app, so Sony no would have incorporated into their TVs, so that they would have had gaming systems in their TVs, and it would have directly competed with their Sony PlayStation. Actually, Sony did launch one and completely failed. Yeah, I was gonna say with OnLive. Yeah, this seems PS4 to be... remote play failed. Xbox a- Xbox app failed. Remoter failed. Yeah. Rainway failed. HP yeah. Omen game stream failed. Nvidia game stream failed. PlayStation. The there's Phantom 15 things. Also failed. Ba- back, back up a second there. Remote play failed. It's uh, not really a game streaming service. That's just a no. remote connection between no, the No, that's a remote connection. That, that's, that's apples and oranges compared to what OnLive was doing. Yeah. And it really uh, failed because the, the, the Vita failed as a handheld. So what was the failure was that they were also trying to push, you can play all your PS4 games on any device that you had, and they were partnered with Xperia phones. And yeah, it was a whole big thing. They failed. That one flopped. Actually, a buddy of mine had an Xperia phone. It's pretty cool. That flopped for a completely different reason. So OnLive was an online streaming service. Completely different than what we're talking about with Remote Play. Remote Play was you had your PlayStation at your house and you could remote play anything on your PlayStation on your phone or PS Vita. As long as the game was loaded in it. Exactly. The big part where that failed is that infrastructure, again, was not there for that. Right. Like, the infrastructure for being able to play that. Like, I agree, it failed. So so this is the same thing as, uh, like, Apple wasn't the first person to introduce a touchscreen tablet. Correct. But the, you know, when Microsoft did it before them, the technology just wasn't there to make it good. So... Yeah, they had their... I I actually, I, I demoed it. Yeah. Funny enough, it was one of my jobs forever ago to actually oh demo gosh. the Windows tablet. Article. I remembered following this. He just posted a whole article about the Phantom Entertainment. Yeah, I so, was following this closely when it was first announced. Yeah, so was I. Um, the um, It seemed like a very intriguing concept, but that's what I'm saying is th- this exact concept has been set and struck by failure every oh, yeah. time so far. So I, I think maybe, like, obvious... <sighs> It's tough because it's like Google is a pretty smart company. I don't think that they would willingly back an idea they think had a very good possibility of failing. But I think they can recognize that now the time is right for this sort of technology. Right. Should we talk time. about Google Glass right now? There's yeah, well, Google Glass. That was a colossal failure. There's Google Plus. There was yeah. the Google, what's the newest thing that they discontinued? Yeah. All right, so, so hold on, hold on. Google well, Plus was them trying to get into social media, and that was just, right, right. That, was, that, that, was like, that was like a prepubescent teen just learning how to masturbate, saying, I can have sex with everybody. But now they, but now they own YouTube, you know, like now they own YouTube anyway. So they got into the social market anyway. They got into social market, but before they had Google Plus, they already had, it was a different program that they had that was already their social media platform. Google Plus was just supposed to expand upon it, but Facebook crushed What What was that thing before Google Plus? I got to look it back up, but it was one of those free account things that came with your Gmail if you had one of the original Gmail accounts. 
God, you're killing me, man. You're like baiting me with a fucking carrot. And then you're just like, oh, here's a carrot. No, I don't know what I'm talking about. Fuck. Yeah, there you go. Google Hangout. Oh, my God. I used that a couple times. Oh, I still use Google. Oh, no, they actually canceled that. That's turned into Google Voice. Yeah, we still use that. Yeah. We did actually. We actually tested that out for one of our. Uh, we did combined uh, uh, videos before. Yeah, dude, one of your YouTube videos on my yep. on uh, microbrews. Mm-hmm. Actually, article. I think you were there. Yeah, all the three of us did a uh, did a whole uh, thing. Yeah. So yeah, that, like I, yeah, sure. I guess Google. Yeah, I was wrong. Google has definitely backed dead horses. I guess before. But, <laughs> Yeah, so that's again, but that just kind of adds to my skepticism surrounding the stadia or whatever. Hey, it's really difficult to break into the the console gaming market. the The market, the people in it are te- they tend to be fickle. You know, people don't buy PlayStation because it's the greatest console, right? They buy it because it's like that's the popular console or whatever. But it's good; it's a good console. And so, when you, uh, I guess, what I'm trying to say is like, like uh, that. It's like like the I think that it's pretty clear the market has spoken. Like Sony is the favorite console. And so it sells well here, it sells well overseas, it sells well in Japan. So you know, like Xbox can kind of sell well here, but that this is the only fucking place in the world that Xbox sells well. I thought and, that Nintendo's consoles have always done better than both Xbox and PS4 combined. I mean no, I mean now the count, switch is gaining grain uh, is gaining ground. I'm sorry. Look at look at but, overall um, sales, like total. PS4 sales. overall blew yeah. everybody out of the water by by a margin a by a margin that is hard to imagine. Initially, uh, but like like the Wii was like the largest selling console. Yeah, but it was also ever. like it was also hundreds of dollars less than its competitors. But well, also, when matter. PS4 came around, it, it blew a lot of stuff out of the water. You, don't forget, the Wii was before the PS4 by a bit. The PS4 has been blown out of the water in Japan, where now you have the Switch that has outsold the PlayStation 4 in Japan and is quickly outselling in North America, is extremely popular in Europe, and is gaining on the PS4. And the newest market for them to all open, China, everybody's buying that damn Switch. Yeah, probably again. I have three switches. Hold on, hold on. Pause for a second. Moonfat actually posted an article yep. over in chat for us. I'm reading it too. And if you look at it, the PlayStation 2 actually tops that chart. Booyah. Yeah, man. People love people love PlayStation. They really do. And, uh, you know, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I think they're wrong, but... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, article. I love how you interject your opinion, man. Like you're just like, like this is the facts. I think they're completely wrong, but this is the facts. <laughs> I fucking love you, man. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's just a a personal preference thing, man. If 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 I could just use like the Xbox controller on all consoles, I would own on all consoles, honestly. Dude, you can. No, I'm flawlessly. Okay, flawlessly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now you're putting qualifiers bullshit. in there. You're giving qualifiers, really? This this guy sounds like conditions apply. Yeah, the fine fine print. Jeez, if I could drive a car from point A to point B, I'd be great. Well, you can drive a car. They're really cheap. No, but I mean like a Maserati. Well, now you're fucking putting qualifiers on that shit. Well, because driving a Maserati would clearly be better than driving just any car. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but if all I got is a fucking Yugo, I get to point A to point B. 
No, you don't. None of you go. You explode. You're not right. If, I just fucking if, catch fire if, and die. Not if point B is happiness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, so I, I'm looking at the Stadia. I watched the entire launch video. I'm very disappointed overall, and I will not be purchasing for quite a while. Does anybody else feel that way? Uh, I'm a hard, I'm hard pressed to believe that this is going to pass. Nvidia failed at the same exact method, and they are focused on gaming. And we have a a company from the outside trying to come in and and do the same thing that that they have tried in the past. I, I'm hesitant. Right, but that doesn't. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Is Nvidia is focused on graphics, not no, necessarily no, gaming. No, 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 and the GeForce now is invite only currently and it's failing with its invite only section okay so let's let's take a look at that let's take a look at everybody who's failed and google coming in with all that information that's what i'm saying is past failure doesn't guarantee future failure it does however create well it does create the the very idea that they're going to fail because that's what it's always done right but then if they don't fail it's going to be like oh remarkable you know like I still feel that there, it's going to be hard to adopt a a streaming service like that for for high end gaming. I think it's just not time for I, it. I agree. I am highly skeptical. However, the one thing that I mean, we have we now most people now have the bandwidth at least. But I think what yeah. people are missing is that this is a streaming service. Google already has the servers to do this. Oh They've no, got no, the no, hardware. No. Well, hold on. And Google. A lot of Google servers are Amazon servers. No, yeah. no, you got that a little wrong there. Google has its own cloud. It just doesn't market to a certain audience because its people decided they do not want to work with the Department of Defense. Do you, do you guys remember when Google was thinking about buying a fleet? <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, I wanted to. I actually wanted to go work for them uh, when they did that, or if they were going to do that, because I thought that would be fucking cool, but. They never did it. Well, let's let's bring up a, actually Moonfat in the audience here brings up a good point about competitively playing games. So, with the Stadia coming out, how do you feel it will affect? Like, so for instance, there there was a list of games Ooh. coming out, and I actually had the list of games here oh. a second ago. Um, uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse, Destiny Two, Football Manager Twenty Twenty. We don't care about that. Rage yeah. Two, Ghost Recon Breakout. Borderlands 3, Elder Scrolls Online, mm. um, Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy 15. I so some of those uh, games, 15. Those like, 15, I'm sorry. 15. Well, especially those like PvP type games, like first person shooters or whatever, right? Because each platform kind of has its own like leaders almost in terms of like who's best at what game. It'll be interesting to see how it kind of upturns that bec- or if it really affects that because then you're, you're going to have say like the number one Xbox player going head to head with the number one PS player versus you know number one PC you know, player. You know what else I think people are also missing this whole thing? Is that this isn't just a, a streaming service, but it's also or it's also you can stream like uh you can stream your gameplay. Like say yeah. it's already built in kind of like doing that whole thing and, and uh for a service, a lot of streamers paid it. They have to buy this game whether they like it or not buy that game and then load it up. Here you could just have access without having to have the high end gaming PC you have access for 10 bucks a month to a whole bunch of AAA titles you can stream to help, you know, pay your bills because a lot of them are trying to do that as a, as right. a uh, career. No, 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 and $10, no. $10 a month versus the other side of it, 
Might be a lot better. No, 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 no. It's $10 a month plus the $130-ish dollar investment. You got to buy the Chromecast and the controller. Right. You $10 a month and... Wow. And hold that on. That 130 is for the Pro Pack. It's for the Pro Pack only. So if you add up the $70 controller that is a standalone controller, plus yep. you have to have the Chromecast Ultra, you add those together. You do not. You have to have a Chromecast, not necessarily the Ultra. The 130 is for early adopters only if you get in on it. And it comes with the $70 controller, a Chromecast Ultra, and a few months of the service it's for three months on it early it it, it uh, next year as opposed to the year after that it's coming out okay but if you have the original chromecast like i do it's 720p you have to buy a newer chromecast like the chromecast pro or whatever the hell they call it to get 1080p if you want a game in 4k or 8k you're gonna get the chromecast ultra so let's factor that in if you're going to game Yep, yeah, but we just talked about it and said that most people are, st- or not most people, but a lot of people are still gaming on 720p. And the human eye can't perceive 4K. Oh, come on, don't say no, that. No, don't give me that, that bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on that. Get out of here, Ubisoft. <laughs> you guys just touted Sony as being like, oh, it's going to be 8K and amazing. But you won't spend the hundred and thirty dollars it's going to cost for the controller. Oh no, dude! So, so, so here's here's a personal admittance here. I actually already pre-ordered the Stadia, and I never pre-ordered anything. I'm backing Google on this because I truly feel that this is gaming future here. I don't like what? the controller. Like, what? GPU I, no, I don't like. Oh, say so. I don't like the controller, and I'm really hoping that they release one that's more like Xbox. Because while I love PlayStation. I severely feel that the Xbox controller is far superior. So what I, you, I say what, the PS4 or the PS4 controller is better for fighting game. That D-pad works better for fighting game. I don't think anybody can deny that. But I like the stick arrangement of the Xbox. Could, can we point out like the one like the, the elephant in the room? Yes. With this though is like they say it's going to claim 8K support, but what graphics card on the market is going to run 8K support? Yeah, future one. Well, hold on. So, like, there's, there's that. That's been a a huge. So that, okay, that that's a completely different conversation. But let's touch into that for a second. So, gaming systems have always been able to get a higher throughput than, or not a higher throughput, but a different throughput comparison to power wise than PC, because gaming systems have a lot less overhead than PCs. PCs have a, like, their OS overhead. Now, Windows 10 has done exponentially better than previous operating systems, but operating systems in general have an immense amount of overhead that has to be happening all the time that reduce the functionality. Consoles are literally built that way to give that throughput to games. I just don't see a satisfying picture quality coming out, at least in in the current generation of graphics cards. Yeah. And I still stand by it. Uh, scientists and uh, some doctors and experts have agreed that there's a limit to how small and how many pixels the human eye can perceive. Like going up to 4K and higher, you're not, the human eye really won't tell there's, the difference. The rest tell. of it is just sec- psychosomatic. Well, um, the, the screen size will have to get larger in, in, uh, in comparison. And the, exactly. So, like, you've got people that are going from, like, I've got a 42 inch screen in my, t- in my front room. I'm going to, when I upgrade, 
I'm not going to upgrade to a 42 inch screen again. Right. I'm going to go bigger. So be the bigger feet. I go, the more pixels I can get on there. But also with that argument, D, I got to call bullshit on it too because you've got people that natively, like they are born and they grow up and they can just see 2010. Now, yeah. when I was born, I couldn't see 2010. I think by the time I was age nine, I was seeing 2800. Dang. Okay. So that's a huge gap between people. Yeah. So you've got people Very that true. can see 2010. So see, saying that people can't natively see 4K or they can't see all those pixels, I disagree with that because there are, there are definitely people out there. Yeah, the rare individual, but we're talking about the average person. But, I'm, but I mean, there's like more people that I have met <laughs> that don't need glasses and they can see fucking way better yeah. than I could when I was a kid. I have 2013 vision I mean, in both eyes. And I have better than 2020 as well. Th as well. This, I, mean, but still. I paid a lot of money to get my eyes so that I can see 2010. And I paid some dude to like carve my face open mm -hmm. and laser my face out you got to yeah. make me see 2010. No, well, hold on. That's not the problem with the stadium. The stadia or any of that, right? My biggest concern, my absolute biggest concern after reading all of it is I pay the $130, which is going to be far cheaper than any new console coming out anyway, right? Is sure. I now have to pay $10 a month. I don't give a fuck. I can piss $10 a month. That's fine. Yeah. But I now have to purchase those games on Stadia. They are not purchased through any other means. You can't link your Steam. Right. You can't look your PlayStation, your Xbox nope. account. And you guys are saying, oh, they're going to come out with all these games. Yes, they are. You're not getting them. You have to buy them individually with the Stadia. It depends on the develop. It depends on the developer. There's the 10 bucks a month, which will cover some games, but you're right. Some of the major AAA titles, you have to actually pay separate, which is a downside. To but it. I think the vast majority of titles will not be made is available it, to the players or to the is customer. It gonna, is it going to come with a contract? That's a serious question. I know that sounds ridiculous, but that's going to be, that's a serious question. No, no. So it's not going to be a contract. So you can just like you can decide to pay ten bucks a month and get access to service, or you can stop paying it and you don't get access to service. No, that's not true. If you stop paying it, do you have to send the controller back or whatever? No, 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 no you no. own the controller. So you have to buy the controller. So buy no, no. It. So there is no console. It's it's a Google Chromecast. It's a service. It's not ten dollars a month entirely. Google has absolutely announced they're going to have the ten dollar month one. And they are going to release yeah. a completely free-to-play right, right. version of the service where you oh, pay you zero, but you don't get any access well, it'll except be like for game purchasing demos. the game. Right, it'll be like game demos or something. Um, but yeah, the I don't know. I guess it's it's a it's a pretty weird concept to me. Uh, okay, so right here, what it says is uh, Stadia Pro. Is the official service at ten dollars a month, which will give you access to service service games or mm -hmm. services games at four K resolution, sixty frames per second. This uh, this won't include all games, though. Newer ones will still be purchased separately. Can't you just play it on like PC? You can play it on your Google. Like, okay, so let's say you've got a junk workstation machine that you just have Google Chrome on. You can play it on that, or you can hook it up to Chromecast and play it on your television that's a 4K television. Or if you've got a 720p plasma TV sitting in your front room, you can play it on that. This is my problem with it. Um, 
that sounds complicated. And if the hardware is being used on their side, you're just tapping into it like a thin client, like a dummy client. Right. Exactly. Right. No, I, I get that. But what I'm saying is like you gotta you gotta get you know, you gotta purchase a fucking uh, you gotta rent this thing for ten dollars, this service for ten dollars a month. And on top of that, you have to buy a controller. Uh, and you have to, and you have to support it. Right, 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 right. Disregarding those things because you're probably going to have internet regardless. Um, but we'll we'll assume that you have internet that can support it. Um, but then you've also got to get Chromecast set up. Then you've got also, you've got to basically what stream through it and and play through a service that streams through it. No, no. So like you don't have to have Chromecast. Yes, Chromecast makes it so you can ha- no no you do not you no, can have it on your Google Chrome <laughs> you can play it through Google Chrome not yet it's not, getting well, exclusive like, yeah browser? not yet but that's that's the point that's where they're getting to hold on it's exclusively launching for 2019 and 2020 it's going to be on the Pixel 3 phones and 3A and the 3A phones right and they're saying you can purchase games from Android Mobile or iOS 11, but you cannot play them on it. You have to play currently through 2019 and 2020 through a Chromecast Ultra. Through a Chromecast or Chromecast Ultra? I have not seen Chromecast directly mentioned. It's only mentioning the Chromecast Ultra. This, You know what this is sounding like? It's sounding like the fucking Sega CD drive. It's sounding like a failure with what it's starting to sound yeah, like. Yeah, like it's, oh, you just got to add this to this, and then uh, you got to get this little doohickey. <laughs> no, like, no, no, okay, so no, so I'm no, going to no. completely agree with you. It, it's, like, it's 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 the infancy of, I think, our infancy of a really great service. Yes. If I it manages to take ahead. off and do what Google is promising to do, and Google has fuck you money, so they can just buy what they want, it doesn't matter. Look. What's the big thing on here? They are announcing that Ghost Recon Breakout, which is a console-only game, is going to be on the Stadia like right away, even though it's going to come to PC at a later date, deep 2020 probably. So they've already pulled that shit, and they're getting it right away before other PC gamers will even get their hands on it. But you got to buy it. you got to buy the Chromecast controller. Fine. I don't mind spending 130 I don't mind spending $200. Yeah, if that's all it were, that'd be fine by me. It, and it yeah. looks good. It looks great. But now it's an always online thing. There's no offline play at all whatsoever. You're absolutely right. And that that's, that's going to be a big issue because that is an online-only thing. That shot Xbox in the foot hard. The Xbox One when it was rolling out. Oh my god. They doubled back and changed though. Like I'm saying though, markets are fickle. That has gone on for quite some time and just just like people have um just like that online only thing was a bad taste in people's mouth, people have gotten used to it. Well well that's what I'm saying. It's like when when if, short memory if bad well if bad taste is what what the market kind of went on, then we never would the iPhone touch or whatever never would have came out. Right? Because the last time people tried touch phones it was a fucking tragedy. Okay, hold on. But this is one thing I want to point out with this. And this is the whole reason why I pre-ordered this and I'm backing this. Okay. Okay. So let's take a look at the at the current market. How the current market is, is you purchase a gaming console. Okay. Let's 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 ignore PC for a moment, okay? And I know PC you can continuously upgrade, blah 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 blah. Let's ignore that for a second. Let's just talk about console. Console's four to five hundred bucks usually. 
So a console is four to five hundred bucks. Yeah, significantly cheaper. And and you're stuck. Whatever that iteration is, you are typically stuck with that iteration. Now I know Xbox has released the Xbox One X, and PlayStation released PlayStation Pro. But historically, it has been you buy the console and you're stuck with that console for anywhere from, let's say, seven to ten years. Okay. But even so, with the Xbox One, you're still buying a whole new system at a higher price point. But yeah. but but my point is, is that you're stuck with that box. Yeah. With this model that Google's coming out with, if a game... Oh, they're the ones that update. Well, but here's the thing. If a game comes out that requires more resources, you're not paying for those more resources. You're paying $10 a month. That's your access fee. So I guess technically you are paying for those resources. Right. But you're paying $10 a month. So in two years' time, if a game comes out that's technically more advanced that depends because they haven't released what you're actually going to get in the hardware wise and they've also announced that they're going to do a family plan they've talked about later on this year sorry sorry next year it is going to be a free-to-play version of it they're launching their own store entirely on top of this service and don't forget, the Chromecast isn't just a gaming streaming service. It's also like a Roku. You can get all the other stuff. So one device could take care of other stuff, including TV. Also, what if you have the Google What if you have the Google Stadia for seven? Oh, yeah, it's $840 at $10 a month. Not for seven years. A lot more. So at $10 a month, right? Yeah, $120 and you have, a year. It's $120 times seven. seven years is $840. Oh, yeah. How much do I spend in a year in games alone just for one system? It's more than so, just so hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's back up for a second though. I paid so what was the PS4 when it was released? Five hundred bucks? Five hundred bucks. Okay, so I paid five hundred bucks to hold myself in time. To say this is my hardware, this is all I'm getting. Now with the Stadia, I pay that ten dollars a month, and yeah, if I pay ten dollars a month over ten years, yeah, it's gonna be eight hundred dollars. But the thing is as games progress, I don't need to buy new hardware. I don't need to go out and upgrade my PC. Yeah, also a valid point. Valid point. I don't need to get that extra graphic card to play that next game. Seven years of gaming. I've probably spent at least 25000 in seven years of gaming. Well, you're not every person. So, but yeah. but that's my point is if you're going to say spend, what, uh, in, in a decade, $1,200, on on the Stadia, right? Versus buying, say, the the new Xbox at maybe what five hundred. You're never going to have to upgrade that hardware either. Even though I know what you're saying is the the Stadia will upgrade. Uh, like it's like I, I don't know. That's to me. I'm like you're, you're still going to get like a functional machine for that that time, same amount of time in the other console, even if it isn't like cutting edge by the end of its life. Yeah, but and, and but I'm I mean there's there's a lot of guesswork here. There's a lot of ifs, ands, or buts. What's yeah. going on? Be, we should do a uh, listener poll on this one. What do you guys think? I'll be interested <laughs> to see how the market reacts. Honestly, I don't know. No, I'm interested to see it. I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes because there's a lot of if ands or buts, and I'm as I said, I'm backing it, and I'm full on backing it, but mm. I'm skeptical. But I'm cautiously skeptical. And at 120 bucks, with $10 a month, 
I mean, honestly, I spend more on Loot Crate than I do on gaming. It won't be a bad, even if it winds up being kind of a mistake, it's not much of a mistake, you know? So. Yeah. You're not taking a huge loss, even if you jump on board. Yeah. This. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not putting win. myself under by doing this. No, right. heck, you're really not. The, the amount that you're going to sink into this totally, like, say, for the first couple months, is less than you'd spend on buying two games, and you're going to get to play more than just two games. Well, the yeah. best part so is you, win. you buy the Founder's Edition. It's 130 bucks. It comes with the controller, the Chromecast Ultra, a three-month subscription, and you get a three-month buddy subscription. They still have to buy a Chromecast Ultra. They still have to buy a sure. controller separately but they get at least three months of the service. It'll be interesting to see where it goes. I'm worried very much about the separate game store, and especially everybody says, oh, Epic Games has fuck you money. Google has fuck you money. No, Google has fuck you money. (laughs) Google has fuck you money. Well, hey, let's just jump in here quick, and let's give uh, Moonfat just jumped in in chat and said he is 100% backing it. As someone who has been using emulators for many years, this is a legit service that I have been waiting for for years. So, for years. Yeah. So that's that's the audience take on it. Yeah. I hope it's great. I really do. I hope the execution is as flawless as one can hope, and I hope that it takes off. Uh, Like I said, I'm just skeptical. Well, let's face it, 130 bucks is two games, not even a controller, not a system. So, I mean... Yeah, but Apex Legends... It really doesn't cost a lot to jump in. Apex Legends is, cool is free. Like, and I imagine a lot of games are going to be going that route. But let's let's take a look at it, though. Like, a controller is 60 bucks for PlayStation or Xbox. 70. 50. Or oh, 70. no, no, 59. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're, like, they're like 50. Uh, 69 for a Switch controller. I'm sorry. It's, it's 50 for the, the Xbox controller. I think maybe even like 45... I've been seeing average of fifty nine ninety nine at like uh, yeah. GameStop and stuff. It's it's sixty nine for and that's that's retail and that's sixty nine for the Switch controllers. My apologies. Well, you should go on the internet more because controllers on the internet are like forty five dollars. Dude, I make all my shopping at GameStop. I don't buy anything unless it's at GameStop. I am I drank the Kool Aid. I uh, I prefer I prefer technology, and so. I'm gonna have Amazon sync GameStop for you. So well, well, I I say I say <laughs> you fuck see you, sir. Battleship food. You're welcome. <laughs> Alrighty, well, we're we're getting over time here. So on yeah, that note, uh, potassium hydroxide. Where can people find you, at, man? You can find me here on the GNA podcast Discord. Nowhere else. Nice. <laughs> what about you, Microbrew? Where can people find you, at D? People can find me at my website, microbrewgamers.com. Uh, uh, they can also find me on my YouTube channel, Microbrew Gamers. Uh, that's with a Z instead of an S. Uh, they can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, occasionally on Twitch. I've got my own uh, Discord channel. I'm haunting the, of course, majority of the time I'm on GNA, but I also haunt the uh, Yadude Gamers, Mulehorn Gaming, uh, Josh of All Trades, Slow Speed Run, among several others. Yeah, you can pretty much find me in a lot of places. Very nice. What about you, Damoc? Where can people find you at? I am literally, and I do mean literally, trolling the GNA podcast. If you can find me in there, good luck. I look like everyone else talking a bunch of shit. And I think <laughs> everyone has fallen for it. That dude, that He's gag invisible still. That gag has paid off so many times, and I fucking love it. Where can people find you at, Arkle? Uh, you can find me right here. 
at this is article. And on Xbox Live as Outstanding CF2. And I think maybe on Instagram, I, I got cronies. And you know what's really cool? He lasted the podcast. He did. He did. He's fully functional in the scene of the podcast. Can we just start? (laughs) Uh, And you can find our studio audience, Moonfat, exclusively here at the GNA podcast. We've drugged him. That's the only place you can find him. So anyplace else, you're, you're screwed. I am Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me at Cecil vs. Games on Twitter, Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Uh, Ustream, Facebook, Twitch, Mixer, all those fun places. Go find me there, Cecil Xavier. If you're on Facebook and you find the guy in military fatigues, that's not me. I'm the other guy. That's like the Van Gogh with the TARDIS in it. So we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, please um, let other people know. Uh, We can be found on uh, Podcast Addicts, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTruner, Your Listen, Spotify, and you can find us on, what the fuck is it, iHeartRadio. Google. (laughs) Well, you can find us on Google, but uh, you can also find us on iHeartRadio. And in fact, we actually had a comment on YouTube. And I want to read this out quick before I forget. Uh, Norwal Music. Yeah, Norwal Music commented, I need more stuff like this in my life. Your your content is awesome. So I don't know whether that was a mistake or not, but you commented. (laughs) So we're calling it out. Norwal Music, awesome. We love you. Thank you. Like, oh, you, sorry, wrong podcast. <laughs> it might have been because when I checked to see if like comments, when I went to that episode and I actually looked at comments, I couldn't find it. So it might have been a mistake. I don't know. But we're still calling you out on all music. Thank you for the comment. And keep them coming because we're going to keep the content coming. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook by searching at GNA Podcast. You can join us in our Discord chat. Just see the pinned tweet. We do a game show night every first Saturday, except for this first Saturday that went by. We're actually changing it to third Saturday. Life issues happen, yada, 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 recital, kid, whatever. But join us on Mixer at www.mixer.com forward slash GNA podcast. We do Jackbox games and we give away Steam codes. And I've got a ton of Steam codes to give away, including Graveyard Keeper this time around. So come and join oh, that's us. that's awesome. Because we're giving away some great games this time around. Uh, we partnered with Humble Bundle. Hey, uh, Potassium Hydroxide, do you know anything about Humble Bundle? Oh, no, I don't know anything about Humble Bundle. <laughs> Just read in the chat, I posted the thing. Oh, no. Responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> did he just split? He just ran away. He just left the podcast. Did he leave the chat? He did he leave did. the chat. <laughs> 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 That's <laughs> awesome! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> oh fuck! I think I beat my pants. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Um. <laughs> Humble bundle. Humble bundle is a game purchasing. Next thing, Steasel's leaving. <laughs> okay, hold on. You got this. Woosa. Okay, Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service that we, GNA, are partnered with. Um, you purchase <laughs> games like you normally would, but with a twist. Somebody else.
fucking leave right now. <laughs> okay, potassium hydroxide just messaged. I messed up and can't re-enter. I also don't <laughs> see which chat. <laughs> Hold on. Let's drag him back in here quick. Uh, hey, are you there? <laughs> potassium hydroxide? Uh, I'm here. <laughs> Dude, we laughed so fucking hard when you left. You have no idea. Uh, run away, run away. <laughs> so, anyways, Humble Bundle game purchasing service where we partner with uh, with them. It's actually a really cool service where you can decide to give all your money to charity. So you can decide when you buy a hunt when you buy a bundle, you can decide to give it to charity, to the developers, to Humble Bundle themselves. Whatever you want, you know, you, you decide. All you got to do is put the question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of whatever link you have. If there's a question mark in the link, just put it after the question mark. Um, that lets them know that we sent you there. We want to, we want them to know that you sent, that we sent you there. Jesus Christ, I am so fucking drunk right now. This horrid. Anyways. Oh, you want me to take over? I got No, you. no, I do not. <laughs> I love you, Damoc. Um, it feels like you've been reading the same paragraph for like 10 years. It does, doesn't it? It does, actually. It pretty much has been. So the cool part is, is that this Humble Bundle thing, it's all revolves around charity. That's the whole reason GNA got involved with it is because you can decide if you want to give all of it to charity, if you want to give some of it to charity. That's the really cool part. Um, so there's a slider bar. When you put question mark partner equals GDA podcast, it'll give you a slider bar down at the bottom. You just hit the uh, the opening bar and you can see where you send it to. We don't want to we don't want you to give any of it to GDA podcast. We want you to give it all to charity or the developers, maybe throw a couple bucks over to Humble Bundle just for the service, whatever. But we don't want any of your money. So don't give it to us. We want we want you to give it to charity um, for the month of May. We made 25. We made $25.57 for charity. And so far in June, if I can get this thing to load quickly, it's probably going to be like, actually, you know what? For June, we haven't made anything. I said no, like this monster. It's all right. There's going to be a new bundle coming out next week, and I'm probably going to purchase it. It's usually where we get most of our numbers anyways. Yeah, it's mostly me buying it. No, no, actually, we've well, I'm had... More meant, I'm more met when they get the new bundle out. <laughs> yeah. But no, there's been... There's <laughs> actually been a... There's there's actually been a lot of... um A lot of people supporting Humble Bundle, which is really cool. In fact, I was just talking to a bunch of people at work that had never heard of Humble Bundle. They were like, what the hell is Humble Bundle? And they're like, well, I described it to them. And they're like, dude, that's really fucking cool. I'm like, yeah, dude, why aren't you doing it? And so now I probably, like, sold them on it. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but did you give them the link for GNAs? Well, geez, that's a lot, man. All right, that's that's really a lot to ask. <laughs> I think I did. I don't remember. But yeah, so like so far since we've done this, since February 2018 is when we started, we've made three hundred and seventy dollars and fifty two cents for Humble Bundle, or for sorry for charity. Very that's nice. pretty fucking boss. Yeah. I mean, like that's just like no advertising other than what we do here on the show. That's still pretty cool, and our charity is Extra Life right now. So. I'm pretty proud of that. And everybody who's on the show, you guys have participated. You should be too. Yeah, we, we love doing the whole uh, raising stuff for, for kids and, uh, you know, oh, yeah. kids and everything. All right, anyways. It's, um, it's right in the heart. Do you like anime? Because we like anime. Join us every Wednesday night at 1930 Eastern Standard Time for Anime Night, uh, hosted by Blue Shark. Blue Shark has taken over. What the fuck is our current anime? We're, we're just jumping into a new anime. 
is it really all right to pick up girls in a dungeon? What the fuck is wrong with anime? Oh my god. You know what? This is probably so like the last one we watched, no offense I see, the last one we watched I wasn't super interested in because it was a bunch of school guys getting dressed in skirts and wearing panties. I wasn't interested. <laughs> my fault. However, this one about the dungeon one, about picking up girls in a dungeon, I'm mildly interested in, and I want to see how this turns out. You know what would be a good anime to also do? Uh, and it's actually a remake. It was actually an old anime It's called Dororo. If I said that right. Dororo? Dororo. Is it one of the Miyazaki ones? No, it's actually, it, it's this, um, it's in feudal Japan, and they had this one, pretty much, this one area of lands of the Lord that controlled it were pretty much failing miserably, droughts, you know. And he made a deal with demons, there's 12 demons, and they sacrificed his firstborn for it um, to basically make the land lush and, you know, prosperity and all that stuff. Well, the wife was always praying, and the goddess of mercy granted it where it, it, the last demon didn't get to eat. So this kid was born without limbs, without skin, without a face, and they had a... Uh, they were gonna kill the kid or make sure that they, they got it and they uh, sent it down the wife sent it down the river or whatever and a guy that was really skilled at prosthetics took him in and built all the prosthetics and as it goes around and it's it's not now Dororo is a different character dude they do me post it in the anime channel already man we'll check it out yeah this, this is making no fucking sense <laughs> Yeah, man. True. Yeah, like you're giving you're giving us a fucking five page dissertation on this, and I've really got to pee. Yeah, I'll, I'll put that in the anime <laughs> channel for you, guys. We want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our new logo and artwork. Check him out at morganbs.com. Hopefully, someday he comes back. His name is Shadow Fox. Email us at GNA Podcast at GNA and your DNA one with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. We just want to stop hearing from Arabian princes who want our money. Last but not least, check us check out our website at net is not a site that you should ever visit. Those hoes are not mine and it's not going to work out. Go to www.gnapodcast.com instead. You'll probably have a better time. <laughs> I didn't I didn't get to cover my ears, you fucker. <laughs> I'm I love it. Deaf now. <laughs> have a great I'm night, gentlemen. Like 10% permanent. <laughs> have a great night, gentlemen. Thank you for joining have in. Have a good night. You guys too. Bye-bye.